Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week we're going to be talking about clearing and cleaning. La, 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 la. <laughs> so back, 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 like I believe in 2020, we did an episode that was about clearing and creating sacred space or clearing to create sacred space. Um, but the idea of clearing, I thought would be kind of cool for us to like revisit because there's so much more to how it affects us energetically. Uh, when our energy is clear, when our space is clear and clean. And so I thought it might be helpful to have a little chat about that and, um, and just, you know, some, some pause to reflect for all of us about how we feel impacted by the space around us and by our inner space. That this is a very, I love this topic, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's very fitting for this, you know, this flush of soon to be springtime um, here in the Northern hemisphere. Um, and we, you know, when we get the stirring and you just really want to like, you know, clear out what winter has you've stored in the winter, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's like physically or in your space, um, physically, like all those <laughs> Christmas cookies and stuff, like <laughs> all those pounds. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's not talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. The space. Let's talk about our space. Um, I, I I want to start by sharing something. Um, I don't know if you've heard of KonMari, Emily, but, um, there's this woman who wrote this book. Um, and it's all about cleaning, like clearing out your space. And this is her method. And she actually has a TV show now. Oh, Marie Kondo. Yes. Yes. It's the KonMari method. Everybody calls it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's her book. That's the woman who wrote the book. That's and- her book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, trying to remember the title of the book, Untidying. Yeah. I have it, but it's, oh, it's in the other bookshelf in the other room. It's been years since I read it. Christopher read it first. That's my husband. And then <laughs> I read it <laughs> and I, I, I was like, I don't want to do this. This is really hard, but it's a method of clearing your space. Yes. And, um, the thing I love best about it is that in her method, she describes holding, you know, your objects and asking yourself if it brings you joy. Right. So that's, I mean, obviously that's one method you can choose. Well, then don't, if you don't keep it, don't you think the object and put it into the like giveaway pile? Exactly. So that's some witchcraft, yo. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. This is where I'm getting. (laughs) That's what I'm getting at here. (laughs) That's some animistic witchcraft. (laughs) Yes, because somebody might be like, well, why would I thank my t-shirt? Like, because it kept you closed. That is why. Yeah, it kept you warm. You know, it, you know, it did its job. Thank you for Mm -hmm. doing your job. And you're going to go do your job somewhere else, you know, and that's a way of (laughs) of cutting your ties. 
you know, like you do that of like cutting ties, like, thank you for what you've done for me, but now I don't need you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't need that anymore. Like an actual, you know, a a cleansing that is a way of cleansing, you know, it is. No, I, I actually bought that book because somebody in our circle had it, um, and told, told, do you remember? Yeah. Told us about it. Yes. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I need this book. So I got it. So I'll be honest. I never read it. Um, (laughs) and that is why it's still sitting on my bookshelf friends. Um, but I learned about the method and I did watch a couple of the episodes of her show and my mom uh, just got totally into it. My mom loves to like declutter and organize and all of that. And in fact, I'm going to own that I am 45 years old and I still have to ask my mother to come over and help me go through my closet <laughs> to get rid of stuff. And, to, and all, all she needs to do is sit in the room with me on a chair and be like, get rid of it. Nope. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. But I need her. <laughs> yes. yes. Sometimes you need someone else. Yes. She also helps me do all my filing because, and she has organized my filing cabinet so that everything has its own file and she's written on it and it looks great. And currently there is a stack from the last year of things that need to be filed that are just sitting in the front of my filing cabinet, not in any of the lovely folders that my mom made for me. I also recently had her come over and help me go through my books. So, um, so that's, this is another method, you know, you can actually ask. Yes. Somebody else to be present because you're so attached and there's that attachment to our things. Oh, the name of the book is the life changing magic of tidying up. Yes. Thank you. That is Marie Kondo. Yes. Well, so I mean, I'm a clutter person as well. So not only do I get attached to things because I think, well, I don't want to get rid of this because I'm going to want it later. Yeah. Um, or in the case of like my filing, it's like, I don't have time to deal with this right now. I'll deal with it later because I'm always making myself so perpetually busy. Um, so, you know, it's all, it's all me. Like, I know this, this is all my shadow stuff. Uh, <laughs> yes. And yeah. So then I need help to clear those things out or organize those things. Um, because letting go and change are not the easiest things for me, even though it's deeply liberating. Well, and so this is, this is the thing is like our inner, like our outer realm does affect our inner, our inner realm, you know, and it it can be, both of those can be reflections of the other, you Mm -hmm. know, like if I'm feeling all tumultuous and not well inside myself, um, most likely I'm not going to be putting away all those things. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be letting them pile up because it's just too much for me right now. I can't do those dishes again for the 18th time, Uh, you know, like I can't, I'm going to let them pile up until I can handle it, you know, or I'm going to let them, you can't handle it. (laughs) So I can't handle it. (laughs) Or I'm going to ask for help, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's that there may be times to call your, like your, for you, it's your support person being your mom is like, Hey, I need some checks and balances. I've gotten out of hand here. Like I need some help putting myself back in line, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and what you're saying about, I, well, it's interesting. I go to, I have friends who are very tidy and whose homes are very like Spartan, you know, and they, it just feels so good 
to walk into those spaces. Yes. Spartan, but not cold. You know, it's everything is chosen very intentionally and it feels very comfortable to be there. Um, I'm thinking of one friend in particular who just every space I've known her for 15 years and every space that she has lived in has been, I walk in and I'm just like, oh, this is so comfortable. Like it just feels cozy and lovely. And yet there's not much there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am not that person. And so my house (laughs) looks extremely lived in. I, somebody said in my group the other day that she was a piler, not a filer. And I was like, oh my God, that's me. I have like piles everywhere. I'm like, I'll just stack, stack. Here we go. Stack this. I'll deal with it later. Stack this, deal with it later. Um, and, and that is a really a reflection of my brain. My brain is a big pit of clutter. (laughs) (laughs) You've got piles, not files. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Girl. There's so. so much stuff in my head. And, and so I have to just pile it and then I come back to it, you know, and I have moments, I, I have beautiful moments of being completely present and clear, but the amount of effort that it takes to do that in the space around me is really challenging. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you need some help maybe, <laughs> <laughs> or you need to help yourself. Like what, what would help you to move from that place to, to clear your space out? Or like, how have you done that in the past? How have you moved from feeling cluttered to not? Yeah, mine's definitely in phases. So I've been particularly busy in this last year with Wise Woman Witchery and working my full-time job. Um, And so as a result, often on the weekends I'm teaching and the weekends are generally that time that I would you know, take the time to like really clean the house. So this year I've reconfigured some of my obligations so that at least every other weekend I have a full day where I don't have to be anywhere or do anything. Um, and usually two days where I don't really have to. So for me, it's about having the time to be able to go, okay, I have enough time to relax and clean. Nice. So like a couple of weeks ago, I deep cleaned my whole kitchen. I scrubbed my kitchen floor on my hands and knees. Like I just, and it felt so good. Now I have dogs, so it doesn't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> and cats, lots of cats. And cats, lots of cats. <laughs> I know. Well, I was just, it's funny because I was just in the bathroom this morning and I was like, all right, there are paw prints all over the bathtub. Who did that? You know, like, <laughs> now I have to scrub it. So that's this weekend's job is I'm going to deep clean my bathroom. <laughs> I need to do that too. Yeah. Well, I start looking at the baseboards. Do you look at the baseboards? Yeah. And you're like, wow, there's like fur sticking to them. So it's definitely time <laughs> to really scrub this out. I'm clearly paw prints, paw prints on the back of the toilet. I'm just like, you guys, what are you doing? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, they're having fun. Apparently. <laughs> But my point is in order for me to clear my, to physically clean and clear my space, I need to have enough time to be calm, relax, you know, have some downtime and be able to clean. Um, Cause cleaning is the thing that just gets chucked to the side. Yes. I find um, if I'm not ready to clean something, uh-huh. I, I will put myself into almost a panic attack. 
it, it's pretty intense. I have a lot of blocking blocks around cleaning, um, like deep clean, like really deep projects, like going through my books or going through, um, you know, my pictures or like things that I have a lot of. Um, I will start like, not just like cleaning the toilet or whatever, you know, like that's right. not a big deal, but like some really deep projects, I will get myself into a fit of anxiety about doing it. So in, I have to be in the right headspace. And a lot of times I know this might sound bad, but <laughs> I have to give myself a reward. Uh-huh. So like, while I'm doing it, I'll tell myself, okay, I can have that cup of coffee. Maybe like I'll go to, you know, I'll, I'll have that mocha, like something special that I wouldn't normally get, right. you know? So like, I'll, or I'll allow myself to eat that chocolate bar or, yeah. <laughs> you know, as like, oh, like while I'm doing it and I like to do it while I'm doing it, not as a reward after, because mm-hmm. I think that affects my work. So I'm like, I'm enjoying myself while I'm doing this or like, I hate folding my laundry. Like I'm going to watch a show while Always. I fold my laundry. Thank Does you. Anybody or- not watch a show while they're folding <laughs> their laundry? Isn't that what laundry folding time is for? <laughs> I used to not do that. I used oh. to just fold my laundry. I know. Oh, yeah. No, that's part it's, of my I don't project. Know. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I got to have that time to watch a show. Well, that's that's the reward part. Yes. You know, it's like if I can't see the reward like right away, you know, like if if it's something that like I'm going to see it afterwards, I need to let my give myself a reward while it's happening so then I can see it after it's done, you know? Like there's a reason here, you know? <laughs> Yes. Well, I know for me that the act of doing it, I often have to have the coffee before, like I got to get myself amped up. Yes. I got to get the good amped music up. playing, you know, and like rocking out while I'm doing it. And then for me, the reward is that moment. Like when I scrubbed my kitchen from top to bottom and it was just shiny and awesome. I literally sat on my kitchen floor in a sunspot and read a book for like half an hour. Mm, and I was like, that's... this is delicious. Like, <laughs> Yes. Here I am. I can sit on the floor. It's super clean. Everything's shiny. I'm sitting in the sun. It's this perfect moment. I'm reading, which is like something I don't gift myself often enough. Um, and so, you know, that was the reward, but the other part of that reward is that I felt better. Yes. Being in that clean space felt better. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, I think, I think we don't really notice sometimes how much we actually like accumulate and pile up, totally. you know? And, and I, th- I think that's part of the anxiety piece is when I start noticing things piling up to the level, um, you know, like, yes, we accumulate things for security. We accumulate them for good reasons, like things we might need. And that reason might be past mm-hmm. or it can have a place somewhere behind a closed door, right. you know, or, have a place, you know? Um, yeah. So that can create that inner harmony that, that like, I, I could just visualize you like sitting on your floor in the sun (laughs) in your kitchen. And I just feel like that for me, I was like, Oh, that's the magic of, of cleaning your space of having, you know, your space clear and that clears your mind. And you actually gave yourself something, you gave yourself a gift like physically you could, you actually allowed yourself to read, even yeah. though you spent all that time cleaning, 
you yes. know? Well, and, and, you know, just kind of looping, hanging in that loop of like, you were saying you don't always notice what's accumulating. And I think that happens energetically for us as well. We don't always notice that inner noise or the energy that we're picking up from other people um, or events that happen around us or the news or whatever it might be. And all of those external, like the external noise, whether it's physical stuff that's accumulating or emotional or energetic stuff, it affects our internal realm. And when our internal realm is affected and we have blockages starting to form or congestion starting to form, we are not as able to access source. Our energy doesn't flow. So we're not really able to tap in the same way that we might to that more meditative state, to messages that might be coming through in our waking life or our dreaming life. It's like the energetic clearing is directly tied to our environment and our ability to either keep our environment tidy or work with the energy in a way that helps us feel comfortable. Does that make sense? Nice. Oh yeah. yeah. I was just, I was just, cause I'm actually sitting in my yoga slash meditation room uh-huh. and you can kind of see Emily, Emily can see, but no, but like, <laughs> there's nothing on the wall behind me right now. Right. Um, this room is very different than most of the rooms in my house. It's true. And most of the rooms in my house have a lot of stuff in it, like mainly a lot of furniture. (laughs) This, that this, this does, this room does not have, it has one little piece of furniture in it. And then granted a lot of yoga mats, probably too many yoga mats, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it is definitely a clear space. And then this is the place that people, it was interesting when I had my nieces come over, like that's where they wanted to be. They wanted to be into the open space where Uh there's like all this open space and like, they weren't bringing clutter in here. They just wanted to like roll on the floor and just enjoy this like open space, Mm -hmm. you know, like, oh my goodness. Like what would, (laughs) and So like not saying that everybody can have a space that they can have clear and open, but what if, what if you did, or what if you could, you know, have, have a space for yourself where there was less, there was just less, you know? Well, it's interesting because that's what my office is like where I, my therapy office that's outside of my home is that it's generally, it's gotten a little bit messier since the pandemic. Like it's a little more cluttered because I had to do some shifting of some other office spaces in my suite. But, um, but really overall, there's always floor space open. Things are tucked away in the places they belong. There are not piles everywhere because people are coming in there and I have, you know, it has to have this professional feel to it. Nice. So it's the place that I like to go when I have a project to work out on that. I can just spread out on the floor. There's no animals yes. to step all over it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, sometimes I just lay in my office on the floor because I can do that there, which I can't always do at home without getting either bothered or covered in hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, you know, animal hair is like a thing in my life, It is, but yes. But in my office, it's not. And so for, you know, you're talking about this room in your house being that space. For me, that space is outside of my home. And I know um, when I lived in a tiny house. (laughs) Yes. Remember my little tiny shack? I do. That was a very, very small place. Yes. My husband and I lived in a 300 square foot 
studio that was jam-packed from floor to ceiling with furniture and stuff. And it just, there just wasn't room um, to move around. And we had animals there too. Luckily not any big dogs like we have now, but it was still, <laughs> it was an adventure and we stayed together. So I feel like that was meant to be, <laughs> uh, but I didn't have a space to escape except outside. So the yard was often the place that I went. Um, yes. Or I had a Volkswagen bus that had a table that popped up. So I could go sit out in my bus and it was the place that was mine. That was clear. That was not cluttered with anything. Um, and I think it's important to be able to make those spaces for yourself. Even if you live in a small space, there's other ways to manifest that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love that point that you said that sometimes it's outside just yeah. being, like having that space outside. Yeah. Um, because I mean, even though people have yard art and they have yard furniture and yes, you can accumulate stuff in oh, yeah. your yard, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is for sure. Um, like uh, there are, it's naturally a clean open space, like being outside feels that way, mostly depending on where you live, sure. but you know, you can create that self for, for yourself outside. Well, you can create, like, even if you live in a tiny apartment with like a little balcony, if you, if your balcony feels like a space you can just sit on and there's not, you know, clutter or there's things there that make you feel good. Like maybe you have some potted plants or whatever it might be for you. Um, you know, that's going to go a long way towards helping you to have a space where you can feel more clear internally as well as externally. Yes. And then you'll find, I don't know if you find this, Emily, that like the more clear that you feel inside yourself, the more you want that to be reflected in your space. You know, so if I'm feeling like I'm having like energy and like, I, th I feel like that's what happens in the spring, kind of like that spring uh, cleaning spring fever mm -hmm. that happens is just naturally the, you know, the earth is starting to awaken and stir and the energy is stirring, mm -hmm. you know, and so where there's energy stirring that creates space, like that's already opening, there's opening that's happening, you know, right. so that's going to clear out all the stuff that is not working. Like, let's say you've been, you know, sitting on your sofa for how many years and you've been staring at that picture and saying like, man, I just want to move that picture. It does not work there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you just never do it. Mm -hmm. Never. Why, why don't you do it? You know, but then there's the day when you finally do it and you move it and it's like, oh my gosh, that's where it needed to be this whole time. Why did I wait how many years to move that thing? Like, <laughs> right. but you, you needed that moment, but then like, you know, it opens up all this space for you, you know? Right. It totally does. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And allow yourself that allow yourself to feel the, to, to, to act on those stirrings to be like, yes, I will move that picture. Like, oh, this needs to go over here. You know, allow yourself to do that, you know? Well, and I think often in winter when it's cold and we're feeling more still and stagnant inside of ourselves, the energy does tend to settle. And it's a, it's a beautiful time to like, just be and, and dream mm -hmm. and vision and, um, and sleep and, you know, all of these things, but the energy isn't moving in quite the same way. So as the external world begins to quicken and we start to feel that inside of ourselves, it's like, you can harness that, that motion, that yes, energy I like that to help you, to help you motivate or to help you move in a certain direction. Um, 
and yeah, and start to clear. And, you know, we're talking so much about external space, which is, is really important to think about what does your external space feel like for you? So maybe that's the question you ask yourself today or tomorrow while you're sitting in your home or, you know, your office or wherever you are in your car. My car gets a little cluttered too sometimes. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But as you're sitting there, just to notice, what do you really see? Like bring yourself into present moment. What do you really see? And what do you feel like as you see it? What does your space energetically feel like? And then think about if it's feeling kind of cluttered or stagnant, what could you do to shift that? And not to get overwhelmed. Don't take on a gigantic project of like, okay, I've got to clear everything out and I got to get to Goodwill and I got to drop off all these boxes. Don't do that because you are likely to get stuck. I was like, or you might want to do that. (laughs) Well, you might want to do that. But but for me, that gets really overwhelming. And Veronica, and I kind of heard you saying the same thing. It's like, if you- Yes, that's what I do. I overwhelm myself. Thank you. (laughs) So, So instead of biting off maybe more than you can chew, what is one thing you could tackle? Is there one bookcase? Is there one drawer? Is there, you know, one room that maybe you could deep clean? Like for me, it's my bathroom this weekend. Um, By the way, I do clean my toilet every week, but- (laughs) But I'm talking about like scrubbing the grout and the baseboards and all of that, Um, really getting in there and, and going for it. Um, What can you do that might be one task that might take an hour or what's one task that might take 15 minutes that you can commit yourself to. And then when you've done it, notice how you feel. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, that, that would be my invitation because you know what, and if you're asking yourself, okay, great. So spring cleaning, what does this have to do with magic? Circle back to what I was saying earlier about, (laughs) about the energy in your body. And if, if really, if we're working with magic, we're working with different energies and the way they move through us and the way we are able to be the conduit for those things. So that's what you're working with. You're creating a, a, a super highway of sorts, um, that is free of traffic jams and congestion, um, or accidents. It's, it just allows that freedom of movement within. Wow. I feel so stirred. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like already now I'm like, okay, which one is it? Cause yesterday was the mold in the bathroom. Oh, so yeah. like, cause that, that really the winter can... mold that creeps in. Yes. It sneaks yep. in and I'm it just does. like laying in the tub and going like, Oh, <gasps> Yep. I know that one. You're like, Oh my God, does my route really look like this? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was just, I I don't know how it did that. It happened very quickly, but maybe not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I'm really excited about like what, you know, what do I want to, and I like the idea that you said, Emily, about just like getting one little chunk. Cause I do tend to overwhelm myself yeah, and I look know. at the whole picture and I'm like, this room is not flowing. This isn't feng shui. Like I need to move this and I want to eliminate this. And, and then I like, oh my gosh, I have a really bad habit of pulling everything out into the center of the room, creating a massive mess and then losing all energy and motivation to find a place or take it away. See, you need my mom too. I do. (laughs) I need your mom. (laughs) Oh man. Well, cause that's what happens to me. I get everything pulled out and then I'm like, I can't even deal with this. And I start shoving it back where it was because it's so much. Yes. Yes. 
So I like the idea of taking just like one little, like, oh, okay. I had, cause literally it probably took me 15 minutes for the mold in my bathroom. Like yes. I have 15 minutes, like, you know, I have 10 minutes or, you know, what little thing can I do? Can I clear off that one shelf instead yes. of the whole bookshelf, you know? Well, and what I love to do, you know, we were talking about, like, you were talking about giving yourself rewards. And I was saying, well, I need to like amp myself up on coffee and have, you know, some music I'm listening to. The other thing that I really like to do is to listen to audiobooks or podcasts while I'm tackling these projects, because it helps nice. keep my mind engaged in a different way. And it actually keeps me more focused. Um, and it feels like, you know, I get to have an adventure because my imagination is somewhere else. Um, <laughs> or I'm learning about something, you know, uh, yeah, while nice. I'm working on something. So just to think about if you tend to be like Veronica and I and get really overwhelmed by taking on these projects of cleaning and clearing, you know, what are the things that you can do to help carry you through and support you in that journey? Even if you don't have a mom like mine, <laughs> <laughs> there are resources. <laughs> yes, exactly. And to be fair, I don't, it's not like my mom's over here all the time. I, that's what I asked for, for my birthday this year was for her to come over and help me go through my closet. Um, and then wow. somehow that transformed into her helping me do all my bookshelves too. Um, <laughs> go mom. <laughs> I know. I was like, I love you so much. She kept like, what do you awesome. want for your birthday? I'm like, I just want you to come help me clean my closet. And then later she's like, so what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, I just want you to help me clean. I do not <laughs> need like, anything. Yeah. Just, I just need your time. Can I have your time? Yeah. <laughs> just sit with me and hold my hand through this process. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Help me let go of those shirts that I keep thinking someday I'm going to wear. Yeah. There's this, I don't know where this technique came. My husband had told me this, like in your closet that like, um, to like, after you wear something, turn the hanger around. So it's what? facing in the opposite direction. Okay. And if after a year, so like, let's say the first of the year or whatever, whatever has not been turned back around, you haven't worn again. Oh, so it's a way of clever. tracking what you actually wear. Yeah. And if you hadn't worn it in that year, then it's time to get rid of it. <laughs> oh, but I don't want to get rid of some things. Yes, I know. Because <laughs> it, it brings you joy. It does. Well, so, then I have certain, so you know. You might need to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do have a whole closet, other closet full of costumes. So. Oh, my goodness. I do. Wow. Real. <laughs> Real and true. Uh, Emily, thank you. This was a fun journey. It was a fun journey. I like yeah. talking about yeah. this. All right. Well, everybody, I hope that you feel inspired to check yourself and your energy and your space and just, you know, do a little check-in and then make some choices around how to help free up some of that energy. Um, as, especially as we move into spring, we move into that quickening. And for those of you that might still be under snow and freezing cold, uh, just know it's stirring beneath the earth. <laughs> it is. Whether you can feel it yet or not, it's there, it's moving. The worms are starting to wiggle and get their little groove on. So it's coming, it's coming. Uh, thank you so much for being here, everyone. And we will talk to you next week. Be well. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, 
You can do that by? You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you could do all those things. You could just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like little some comments. cold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or, wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. This must be so- <laughs> there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.